0: Hello San Pedro Podcast, Episode 22. You are listening to the Hello San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. Thank you so much for continuing to listen on a regular basis each week. I get a few more uh, listeners um, and I'm so encouraged by that. It's really exciting. Uh, the listenership hasn't gone down at all. It's just continued to grow slowly but surely. So thank you guys for who, um, sharing the podcast with your friends and, um, you know, telling the community about it on Facebook. I really appreciate it. And I really just want to see this um, awesome community learn as much as possible. About you know what amazing people we have here in this town. Um, <clears throat> as you can probably tell by the sound of my voice, I haven't been feeling in tip-top shape. Um, I've just been kind of struggling with a sore throat and some cold symptoms. No big deal. Um, I just will probably have a scratchy voice <laughs> um, for this intro, <clears throat> so I do apologize. But um, I really wanted to take some time here to read a couple new reviews that we got and um- and yeah, it's always really encouraging to see some of these reviews. I, I mean, it's awesome to see the ratings. Um, so far, they're all five star. Um, I, I wanna just encourage everyone who listens to the podcast and who likes what you hear, um, do me a favor, uh, give, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And um, I would love a review. If you can just say the, your favorite thing about the show, or, um, just say which episode is your favorite. That would, that would be awesome. Um, cause then I will be more searchable. Um, the show will be more searchable in, you know, <clears throat> Apple podcasts and it just gets more, you know, more promoted, um, in the app. So anyways, um, let me go ahead and share a couple of our new, um, reviews. This one is called My New Favorite Podcast um, from The Miss 89. Hello, San Pedro, hosted by Amanda Rosa, is a beautiful podcast. Her voice is pleasant to listen to in the morning, night, and for me, I love listening while I paint. Her guests are local business owners, teachers, artists, historians. Um, musicians and coaches these are all real people tackling local issues preserving history and beautifying our town with the hopes of creating a beautiful place for future generations hello san pedro i feel will bring our town together wishing amanda all the success in the world looking forward to many more episodes love from this pedro pirate marissa Menzies. Marissa, thank you so much. That was such a wonderful and heartfelt review. I really felt that. It is so encouraging. Um, You left it earlier in January, but I didn't even see it until earlier this month. And... Honestly, I'm, I'm just so encouraged by it, and I'm so glad that you're enjoying the show. Um, I actually know this girl. We played soccer together um, way back in the day, like probably when we were in junior high or maybe younger, um, and that's Pedro for you. <laughs> we're just like still all around hanging out in the same town. Um, <clears throat> I actually want to, she reached out to me about a comment that was made on one of the episodes about San Pedro being nicknamed, um, a whale of a town, and she actually has some insight into why San Pedro is called a whale of a town, um, so I actually want to bring her on the show eventually to talk about that because this is, you know, pretty cool, um, I love learning about local history. I love hearing personal stories. Um, it sounds like her grandpa or possibly great grandpa was really involved in like creating that slogan for our town, which is pretty cool. Um, thank you, Marissa. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna have to hit you up soon to get you on the show and get your stories. Um, the next review was from Mike Real, who was also a guest on the show. Actually, um, he calls his informative and inspiration just finished up with the latest episode and as usual it was very informative and inspiring huge fan of the podcast and love how each one of your guests gives us a different insight knowledge and background to our local community looking forward to what you have in store for this year <clears throat> thank you so much Mike grill um it is guests like you that make it relevant and make it, you know, and important and informative and inspiring. <laughs> um, I really appreciate these awesome reviews. Again, if you are a listener and you have been enjoying the show, I would greatly appreciate a review, um, and I would be happy to share it here on the, you know, on the episodes. So, <clears throat> anyway, that is my little soapbox on reviews. I don't usually ask for them because I forget, but um, I. I think it's important to remember that that's how, you know, that's how podcasts, um, get better and get higher in the, uh, in the suggestions. So anyway, um, you have been hearing, I think the last two episodes were candidates for honorary mayors. They have started their campaigns and their campaigns, I think will end sometime in June. Um, this episode, we have another, uh, candidate for honorary mayor and I had, um, I had a really great time recording with him and his story was very inspiring, uh, especially when you consider his age, um, I'll go ahead and introduce him to you. Manuel Jimenez was born and raised in San Pedro. He is a proud alumnus of 15th Street Elementary School, Dana Middle School, and San Pedro High School Police Academy Magnet, where he was elected senior class president. Manuel enrolled in the LAPD Harper Division Cadet Program at the age of 14 and continued in the program to the age of 18. He enlisted into the United States Marine Corps and was an active Marine for four years and continues to serve as an active member of the reserve component. Uh, Manuel is the owner of Black Knight Patrol, which is a private security company based out of San Pedro. He opened it in 2015 uh, when he was only 21, by the way. He will be fundraising this spring for the title of San Pedro Honorary Mayor and has chosen to support the LAPD Harbor Division Cadet Program, Clean San Pedro, and share fest um in his fundraising efforts uh so again he was honestly such a pleasure to sit down with i was really inspired and encouraged by his story um he sounds like a young man who just doesn't give up and i think that when he goes on to accomplish more he will look back and see just how much he's really accomplished um Anyway, uh, we'll go ahead and just get right into the episode. I hope you enjoy, and I hope it gives you some insight into this candidate for Honorary Mayor. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So today on the show, we have Manuel Jimenez, who is also running for Honorary Mayor. He is the owner of Black Knight Patrol. Thank you, Manuel, for being here. I'm so excited.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: well, we have a mutual friend, Kelly, who just talked to you up and said you had to be on the the show. And then I found out you're running for honorary mayor, and I was like, let's get this going.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm very it's you know it's a pleasure to be on the sh- on your show. We, we follow it on your social
2: media. It's I great, know, I get things. tagged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, I wanted to bring you on the show to kind of find out a little bit more about you. I want to get um, your story, your upbringing. Uh, are you from Pedro?
1: I am. I was uh, I was born and raised here in San Pedro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, attended uh, everywhere from 50th uh, Street Elementary School, Dana Middle School, eventually uh, San Pedro High School.
0: Okay, that's cool. What was it like growing up in Pedro for you? Uh,
1: you know, I was always confined to my my city block. My parents never let me venture out. <laughs> I think having traditional Hispanic Mexican parents, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't allowed to, you know, uh, to go wander the streets like my friends. Mm-hmm. but Very thankful. Um, I, I really did enjoy w- growing up in San Pedro's. Definitely, its own little town within a big town, Los Angeles, a mm-hmm. big city. Um, very uh diverse I think a lot of tradition here in San Pedro a lot of um roots of families that have been here for generations yeah. um mm-hmm. you know seeing all the redevelopment now uh when I was you know seven or eight, it was just really nothing. There was always rumors that Disney was coming to San Pedro. I
0: remember those rumors, yeah. I remember they said like the Disney cruise, cruise, and then like they were were gonna build something like towards the end of the port.
1: Yeah, so I remember, you know, riding my bikes down to what, 22nd Street Landing Park, what Mm -hmm. was just dirt. We used to, I wouldn't say break in, but (laughs) find an open fence Mm -hmm. and go exploring Mm -hmm. as kids. Uh, This is high school. Um, But yeah, you know, I, I did, you know enjoy you know unfortunately I, I don't live in san pedro anymore i moved to lakewood
2: that's
0: okay uh, we will hold it again too <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i still uh, own a business here in town and you know and that was one of the reasons why i wanted to open in a local town mm-hmm. um, you know just the amount of support that we've ha- received and the amount of support i received in high school mm-hmm. um i was a uh, part of student body my four years there. Graduated senior class president. Oh cool. So I was always engaged in the I community. was senior
0: class president too. That's oh, so funny. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I like, don't
0: like to tell people that because they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny.
1: <laughs> I know. I, the same way, I'm like, you know what, but I'm going to use that again with, un, under my wing since I'm running for San Pedro honorary Mayor.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. It, it kind of um, speaks highly of your reputation since you were in school and in, you know, San Pedro High yeah. School. That's cool. Um, I always like to find out, you know, what it's like for people to grow up here because I feel like there's always either people who hate growing up in Pedro and then people who like love it and will never leave yeah
1: yeah you know and if I would probably move back to San Pedro Mm. um unfortunately um you know I, I moved out to Lakewood um and I love it it's a way you know I don't like living in the same town we service, mm-hmm. um, you know, from a security standpoint, working in the, secu- the security industry. Okay. Um, but my parents still live here in town. I, you know, I still go and visit them. Yeah. My mom still makes me lunch, dinner. You're still
0: very much a part of the community. Yeah. I mean, it, just having a business here speaks to how involved you are, especially the kind of business, which is security. So you, I feel like you get to see a lot more than the rest of us see.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, and you know, I, just a little history on why i opened black knight patrol i think it, it was uh I, I was a police cadet for harbor division mm. i was there from the age of 14 till i aged out at 19 well, right before i leaving to the to the military
0: oh yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about like what you did after high school and then like get into the business stuff yeah. a little bit later Uh, What did you what did you do right after you graduated from high school
1: after high school? I went off to college I found out college wasn't for me. Which college? Um, I went to Harbor. Um, I went to I I was on my way to uh, USC Mm -hmm. um, Right after high school again. It wasn't for me Um, School wasn't really my my thing. Um, I do have an associates Mm -hmm. um, but again, you know I I listened to Marine Corps because they promised me the world. Yeah. I was going to travel and they're going to pay for my school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ended up uh, be, uh, going down to San Diego for my, my schooling, uh, shipped out to 29 Palms and back to San Diego. Um, and I, I enjoyed it. It was different. It was definitely college on steroids mm-hmm. um, as far as the dorms and camaraderie. Um, oh, yeah. It was great. I really enjoyed it. And you know, I, I didn't see myself doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went ahead and separated to the reserve component of the Marine Corps, came back, and um, right off the bat at 20, um, I was hired as a corporate security for uh, Southern California Edison. So I was working for a contractor, Intercon Security, um, where I okay. accidentally um, opened up a contract with Southern California Edison, so okay. I learned a lot um, as far as operations, HR, and meeting with clients. Um, right.
2: mm-hmm. So
1: I, I like to say that was kind of the foundation where it all started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Being the guy eventually promoted to being uh, HR, uh, the guy who was investigating um, timesheet fraud, uh, terminating people, or okay. promoting people, was yeah. you know an eye opener at 20, 20 years old. Um, it reminded me to always stay humble and always stay hungry and wanting to learn more.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, after that I was hired with the Los Angeles Port Police. Okay. Um, so. I was hired very young Um, i was actually the youngest the department had ever hired according to their executive team um so i went through the lapd academy um once i went through the lapd academy four weeks before graduation i double tapped on a a a post uh, exam so it's uh, state of california mandates these academies to uphold standards to ensure that they're that the individuals that are going to be police officers are um, passing these minimum requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, so I obviously I failed. Wait,
0: so what is it what does double tap
1: mean? A uh, double tap would be um, so you get an opportunity to take a test. Oh, okay um, so then the second the, the second time oh. you would, you know, if you it, it, you're testing for your career got essentially. It. So um, If
0: you don't pass that then you, you you're asked to leave. Yeah. Okay,
1: got it. Um, so you know, I had my uniform. I was supposed to be receiving my badge the following week mm-hmm. um, Obviously everything happens for a reason.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure that was disappointing, but Seeing what you ended up doing after that. I mean I can see why everything happens for a reason Yeah, and,
1: you know, and I'm very I'm a firm believer. Everything does happen for a reason. I was actually and it's a funny story and We were I was returned back to the port. Um, I was at the port police uh, I sat in uh, I sat in an office for a good two weeks not knowing, like, what was going to happen to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, was I going to be going back to the academy or, you know, so I finally spoke to an uh, assistant chief, great, um, I don't remember his name. And, you know, he was like, I want to hear your story. And I told him, I was like, you know what, sir, um, I was young, uh, you know, I, I, um, all my intentions was my priority, my life dream has to be uh officer and you know I told him my life story and he listened and he's like I see potential in you and for me you know that really hit home um, I was forwarded back to the administration building uh, here on downtown San Pedro and I had to meet with and I remember his name is the assistant chief Hillman so um, we again conversation started and I knew my job was on the line um, and still trying to decide if I was gonna be, uh, I knew they were trying to decide if I was gonna be moving forward to going back to the academy or not um and he asked me um you know what i what i thought he should do and i said of course I'd send me back to the academy you know i'm ready um again always i've always been very motivated very hard charging um so you know i had brought up that my mother always told me growing up everything happens for a reason until this day I remember those words his response was that your mother is right you should give up on being a cop because she just saved your life and you know at 21 first of all getting fired for the first time mm-hmm. um, and hearing that from an executive at a law enforcement agency for me that was like it destroyed me Like yeah. I was heartbroken like, I could
0: see that was like devastating
1: yeah and you know until the like I, didn't, I don't hold grudges but you know, I always thought, maybe, you know what, I'm just to take that for face value. Everything happens for a reason. My mom told me um, everything happens for a reason, and so be it. I ended up uh, leaving uh, L.A. Port Police, and, you know, I was actually, took a few weeks off kind of to myself, gather gather my thoughts and see what I was going to be doing, what, you know, going back to school or um, going back into the Marine Corps. I ended up uh, getting hired. Again, just searching Craigslist for a job and sending my resume, I found out some. Um, it was actually the way it was worded. It was just like aerospace security, and I was just like, "All right, so I'm gonna send my resume. Looks like decent. They're paying you eighteen dollars an hour." So, mm-hmm. I sent my resume. Um, before I knew it, like I had an interview in like Simi Valley, and it was just like very weird. And next week, they're like, "All right, I need you to report to SpaceX in Hawthorne."
2: Oh wow! And
1: I was like. I didn't even know what SpaceX was until mm-hmm. like I started researching it, um, and I worked there for a while. Um, and you know what? We probably should. I c- can't forget about mall security. I was a mall security cop. Since the okay. like age of eighteen, it was on and off, but okay. they were very supportive of me.
0: That's great. Um, but yeah, I, how was how was being a mall cop?
1: It was interesting. You know, everybody thought I was a uh, Paul Blart, even though yeah. I was hundred and thirty pounds. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it was definitely... I it got just
0: comes s- with the job. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, you know, I got to see a lot how... I don't know if you've been to Delama Mall, how it has changed so much. Totally. So I was there when it was before the construction, during the construction, and, the, you know, after the construction. So, uh-huh. you know, our little places we used to go hide or take our breaks was gone. And, you know, um, so it, it, and I feel like it all built up, um, ended up finally coming back to SpaceX and, you know, I worked here at the barge, at uh, the port of L.A. Okay. Um, where, you know, I hope SpaceX doesn't get a hold of this, and my prior uh, employer but I actually built Black Knight Patrol um, on my off time. So mm. I was working with them and I, I was running Black Knight Patrol um, on the side.
0: I don't think there's anything like that's totally normal. In fact, I feel like everyone should be working on their side thing. You yeah. Know? I'm still working 9 to 5, but I'm working on this, hoping it'll turn into something, you know, that I can eventually leave and Transition pursue. Transition out. Yeah, I think it's it's smart.
1: Well, and, you know, being at SpaceX, I really enjoyed that. It was almost like a Google culture, um, seeing how the workplace it was like fun to come to work Mm -hmm. Um, you know Elon Musk spent a few million dollars from my understanding on their Christmas party which was like insane
2: Um,
1: but it was like a big carnival at Hawthorne I had to work it so I didn't get to go Mm -hmm. Um, but working here at the barge just seeing like being able to be on the barge or eat lunch on the barge where a rocket lands was pretty amazing Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, when the rocket the first rocket landed on the barge um, it came into San Pedro, and my my boss actually gave me a piece of the rocket, so oh I have gosh. it at home. That's yeah. so cool. It's a piece of metal.
0: I know people are like very excited that SpaceX like ended up being in San Pedro. You know, um, there's people who like moved here because they're like, oh, SpaceX is here. You know, and I think that was a big sign too that Pedro was like up and coming. You mm-hmm. know, more tech is coming here.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think with C too, the development down there. Mm-hmm um i can see the partnership between spacex and ltc yeah. um but yeah i went off and eventually uh you know they say you fake it till you make it so launch black Knight patrol and i was working a lot so i was working my normal job and then i was going at, out on patrol at night our first contract was a, a home out in arcadia um, okay yeah. so
0: wait so what what was it like kind of doing the prep work for black Knight patrol were you kind of like
1: did you start a website or did you? I did. We um, we opened a website. We opened uh, social media, which, you know, my heart goes out to Instagram. Um, <laughs> social media, we kind of set ourselves up for success, I think, uh, by projecting a very, I wouldn't say a big security company, but a professional security company
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, just making sure that it's all about perception, people seeing out. And this is all stuff I learned through my career as a security being in the security industry. Um, so it was a lot of work a lot of long nights still a lot a lot of long nights sometimes uh, but I think it's totally worth it Um,
0: yeah well that's awesome um how what what was the most challenging part of would you say you know building your business on the side to now finally having your own brick and mortar you know business place here
1: uh you know I'll be honest I'm I'm about to graduate the police academy this Thursday okay. and you know that's basically the same thing I would have been going through um with LAPD at the port to get my full state certif- post one certification and that has definitely been the most hardest trying to manage a f- black Knight patrol I have great I have great management team but trying to manage that and trying to fulfill the Riverside County Sheriff's Office Mm -hmm. has definitely um, I just need a vacation I um, can see that but you know it's it's kinda nice and it's kinda an eye-opener sometimes to realize that I employ 46 people here and whether they're local or you know the they come from out of town um, to know that Black Knight Patrol uh, this this organization I created is essentially supporting them and their families, mm-hmm. um, which is huge for me. And you know, I, I never saw it that way, or I never saw it that it would be. Um, we're kind of almost like a. a lo- we lose a lot of our employees to law enforcement, so they come here, they learn, and then obviously not learn how to be a police officer, but learn some fou- foundation fundamentals of yeah. how to speak to people, customer service, because um, we're really big on customer service, and then they get sent out. You know, they start applying and. A lot, there's a lot of people that take a lot of my employees take a lot of pride in, in their uniform and their work and obvi- uh, it has seen it's seen throughout the community um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely, you know, there's days where it's totally a headache because, uh, again, I'm in the labor industry. We're providing a service. Mm-hmm. We're not selling right stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of personalities, different personalities, but at the end of the day, our, everybody's goal and our vision is to deliver um, the most professional security uh, using innovative technology and training to set a new standard for private security.
0: That's really awesome. I have to say, like, you know, I, I, I want to acknowledge the fact that you just didn't take you know, like when you realize that college wasn't for you, you didn't just give up on things and kind of like settle, you pursued something else and you went into the Marine Corps, right? Um, And then you took that experience, then you went to pursue your dream of becoming a law enforcement officer, right? And even though that ended up being devastating to you, you didn't take that either as like, okay that's the end of my career like just go get a whatever type job that doesn't interest me you said I'm gonna build something on my own meanwhile working on you know I feel like your security job was working on the side but you were really building your business you know I think a lot of people can can experience those similar things and take them each one like as a reason to quit you know so I just want to salute you for keep going past that and now you're about to graduate from the Academy again and here you are with like a successful business that's in operation you know and at such a young age I don't know your age but you seem like young I am 25 <laughs> years old so. okay I knew you were younger than me but I felt like we were around the same age
1: <laughs> yeah I'm 25 years old um, Opened uh, when I was 21, I think. Yeah, 21. Um, wow. It's the
0: haircut.
1: M- you know what? He shaved it all off and now he looks like five years younger. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm 25, and you know, I, I statistically, uh, my insurance company was like, hey, you know, we see security companies usually don't last mm-hmm. more than four to six months. <coughs> Excuse me. Because the overhead is expensive yeah insurance you know we have to ins- logistic on the logistical side
2: yeah
1: um, but we're going on our fourth year we're going on a fourth year in San Pedro and we're actually um, be- we'll be moving to a new office a bigger office so okay. we started you know it's kind of cool to see where we were at the beginning having a small tiny little office to yeah. our current office to now a standalone building by ourselves oh my
0: gosh that's really exciting okay well you know what that's a good time for a break um so when we come back from the break i really want to talk to you about the nitty-gritty and some of the things you've learned about pedro since you've had this business and then talk about uh your run for honorary mayor and you know why you're doing that so all right we'll go ahead and take a break Hey guys! Fun fact: Did you know that Badfish was the official carrier of all three-eyed fish merchandise? Find the three-eyed fish shirts and other Pedro-inspired apparel at their store on Sixth Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro, or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code SP at checkout, online or in stores. Thanks, Badfish. all right um we're back so i wanted to ask you what it's been like um recruiting people to to work here
1: uh, it's definitely a challenge um our thing is we don't pay minimum wage so we try to recruit talent um you know because we are firm believers that we are our, are a representation of our clients um, and you know we have our our client portfolio um is very diverse with different needs um so again we're always looking for qualified candidates with the passion for security um so a lot of our candidates we you know we, we put surprisingly we get a lot of people trying to apply via instagram oh that's
0: funny so
1: we get a lot of direct messages or that's kind of where we have found a lot of our candidates um, also a lot of word of mouth uh, individuals that work here usually make recommend ref- referrals um so yeah again our goal is setting a new standard for private security Uh, and by doing so I think it's uh, just a culture within itself of a security company is very important in ensuring that um, employees are happy. Um, They're our number one priority at the end of the day and um, they're what makes Black Knight Patrol turn. Uh, the fact that we're veteran-owned and operated is also huge. So, oh yeah, um,
0: that's really cool. That's
1: kind of where we, uh, you know, we like to hire a lot of military vets. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they need p- permits, uh, we will make ensure that they get those permits covered. Uh, the state of California does mandate uh, a Cal- uh, California Guard card, weapons permit, baton, pepper spray, just to ensure you're in compliance with the the business and profession code okay um, but yeah again when I opened to my vision was to give back and one of the ways of giving back was hiring military vets
0: that is awesome um, that is oh, really good to hear
1: and yeah and, you know I was very very uh, fortunate that when I got out I was able to transition but fortunately that's not the case for a lot of these uh, young men and women when they leave the military they kind of just Left hanging. Left hanging. Either go to school, but you, know, as we know, school is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know, I think it's more of a trait sometimes. So, mm-hmm. black night patrol or security can be seen as a trait. Um, you know, and like I said, we have a variety of uh, everything from working armed security, unarmed security, uh, to working. Um, uh, to working a student, a student type, but everybody brings a certain set of skills to the table, and I think just having the diversity of uh, uh, employees here, uh, for different walks of life, I think is what makes us pretty unique. We have, uh, you know, individuals that uh, have been in the military, and then you have individuals that haven't been in the military, and then you have individuals that have. Uh, masters that work here at Black Knight Patrol. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, everybody, it kind of all just melts together, so.
0: That's really cool. You know, I I also, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I wanted to say, like, um, I'm glad you brought up not feeling like college was for you, because I feel like the way society is, we're just almost like funneled into college, (laughs) in a way, and those who aren't going to college look like they aren't, you know, they just don't have, they're not as highly you know thought about um so i just want to say like i think it's great that you mentioned that because i don't believe everybody is kind of for college i think that there's a lot of opportunity outside of colleges in like trade schools and learning more into a trade or profession or like you went into military or the marine corps you know
1: yeah and i think you know one of my things is some of the world's uh, most famous entrepreneurs are college dropouts that's true so, again i i feel that The social norm is to go to college get a degree and you know i have people on my team here that have masters bachelors you know and then i have people that are also never went to college and they're probably some of the most smartest people i know Mm -hmm. um and i think that is that's important is understanding um that you know whether society wants you to graduate college and then i'm sorry graduate high school straight it funnels straight into Um, a university or a community that there's options out there Mm -hmm. Um, you know I was very thankful for the military and I think that's one of the reasons why I will continue to support our veterans um, you know locally um, and if we can maybe you know stretch out to San Diego or something where there's military bases but maybe one day we'll branch out to have a San Diego office
0: well that's really that's really cool and like I said it's just really good to hear that there's a business committed to to that because I feel like you know like you mentioned not all of them get into you know they don't find opportunities right away and um, I don't know if there's stigma around hiring veterans but like there shouldn't be um, and and like you said they're left hanging a lot so i think it's really cool that you've made that an active part of your business yeah. hmm. has there been any like crazy stories wh- while on patrol in san pedro <laughs>
1: not in san pedro but i did get somebody did bite me
0: oh my
2: gosh
1: i and i love telling that story um, we we're actually working a um, booze cruise so okay. uh, um, you know we were working a booze cruise here was, um,
0: or no it was in, in long beach, long beach? yeah
1: okay. so i won't disclose names uh, <laughs> but we were working a booze cruise uh i want to say 500 people eight security officers on a boat and everything was smooth sailing throughout the event it wasn't until like the end where this individual um, was heavily intoxicated and you know as we're trying to escort him mm-hmm. to the front so he could be the first one out he's keeps trying to instigate hey put me a so we can put a show and we're like no just keep walking it's like you know we just want to disfuse this situation because at the end of the day for black night patrol if we don't have to go hands-on or if we don't have to you know, it's all about the verbal judo de-escalation right. right so we're like just just keep walking but you know if we have to act we have to act so this individual has a beer in his hand. there's seven women in line trying to use a restroom he's like just Put some beer all over their
2: heads. <gasps>
0: oh my God!
1: So, in doing so, we went ahead and grabbed him. When I went to grab him, obviously he was into- heavily intoxicated, so he thought he had uh, some mighty strength. Yeah. So he was trying to like twist my finger. So we actually took him down to the ground, uh, apprehended him, uh, took him to the front of the the, the boat um, or the ship. Uh, two of my two of my female officers were trying to hold him. Just, he was—he must have been on something else other than alcohol. He broke loose and got his mouth on my right uh, arm and bit my arm.
0: Wow. Uh, what a we, story.
1: Yeah, we had a you know, take, uh, we didn't tase him or anything, but we were able to gain control of the situation. Uh, Long Beach PD uh, was dispatched. They came, they actually took him for like a felonious assault. Oh, excuse me, felonious assault. Mm-hmm. Um, Turned I think he was associated um, with some kind of organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure, you know, he was reprimanded.
0: Oh, okay. So well, that's good. It sounds like you guys handled the situation like you know professionally and the best way you
1: could yeah you know and <laughs>
0: sorry you got bit
1: <laughs> right with our technology phones and everything you know we have to be very cautious and that's something we stress to our team it's like you need to treat people the way you want would want to be treated right uh, but at the same time we still have an obligation to our client to keep up safe
2: yeah
1: um, so yeah you know it's pretty pretty uh, interesting the stuff we see we've worked we don't work for the city attorney we work in partnership with uh properties that um the city attorney has either filed an injunction or an abate, a nuisance abatement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's actually pretty pretty cool to be able to go out in the community and work from a private sector, not a government agency. So mm-hmm. you know, so we're still nurturing relationships with uh, the community on those properties. And right. Learning, you know, the diversity everywhere from South Central LA mm-hmm. to North Hollywood, you know, you name it. In LA, we've kind of been there from the harbor to the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been a great experience. Um, of our clients con, are consist of the the hilton family uh the hilton hotel mm-hmm. brand uh the waldorf astoria uh, we've worked for a few municipalities um and we're still growing um you know we had it we didn't have to put a little pause on taking clients because we you know the, the demand was there but we couldn't find quality qualified uh, individuals to fill those spots okay and my thing is you know, we want to make sure that we're delivering what we our brand, and you know, we we need to make sure that you know if we need to hire more people, we hire, but you know, we just rush. A lot of security companies, you know, they see uh, they see dollar bills, they'll jump on it, and yeah. then they you know they give security a bad name.
0: Yeah, no, I can see that. Um, I'm glad that you mentioned um, that kind of like with technology that you guys have to really look out for. Um, yourselves also in the sense that anything can be misconstrued and make you guys look bad and like even law enforcement Mm -hmm. you know and we're seeing a lot of that all over the country Um, what do you what do you think about what do you think that a person who is in that position um, needs to remember when it comes to being faced in a difficult situation and how they should handle it
1: I think uh my biggest pet peeve: staying calm staying calm taking a step back if somebody can handle that situation for you let them handle it you know mm-hmm. don't let your pride and ego get in the way right and uh, you know take a breather because at the end of the day you know there's always consequences mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that you're not on the other side
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so you know we'll continue to stress to our staff and continue to train uh, to ensure that when they're faced with situations like this these they're able to diffuse them um and you know also ensure that they're representing black Knight patrol and our client accordingly
0: yeah i like that you um amplified that you guys like to diffuse with your verbal you know communication first you know that if you, there's a way to not lay hands you don't go for that yeah. first you know right out the gate you always want to diffuse the situation. That's cool.
1: Yeah, you know, it falls mm-hmm. back to customer service. Just, mm-hmm. you know, but again, there's times where, you know, you can't really, you can only do so much. And if, individuals trespassing on the property and they've been asked to leave mm-hmm. then we must move forward with the private person arrest basically it's citizen arrest that's we don't have police powers mm-hmm. uh, even though we do go through police training getting post certifications mm-hmm. and you know a partnership with local agencies that like to come out and teach our teams uh, stuff here and there we're not a law enforcement agency we you're a private security company <coughs> servicing the private sector okay yeah so
0: um what is training like here is there like um kind of a curriculum you guys go through or
1: uh, well you know we just paused it uh, because we've been so busy but we <coughs> used to have um, and we're probably gonna get back on the bandwagon uh the state of california mandates you to be go to the range every six months we were making a policy to do it every three months so an additional training that the state requires black Knight, uh, has uh, set the bar a little higher mm-hmm. um, but again our thing is technology uh, we're in the process of moving to new buildings so hopefully we will have a better training environment mm-hmm. to ensure that um, you know we hit on your, nor- your normal training modules would consist of sexual harassment customer service right. um, mm-hmm. but at the same time we also give them a taste of hey uh, you know, we're not going to do uh, any military hand-to-hand combat, but at least the fundamentals to ensure that they are able to protect themselves in yeah. be.
0: And then you said that many of your um, your hirees, they end up going into law enforcement. And I'm sure that the experience they get here is, like, really fundamental and that they're not going in, like, kind of blind into their new role, right?
1: Yeah, and, you know, like I tell people, if you want to be a firefighter, you usually go and you work as an ambulance driver or, a param- or EMT mm-hmm. if you want so you can get a closer taste of what the career is going to be. If you're going to want to go into law enforcement, the best way is going to be going through the security sector because mm-hmm. we are not law enforcement but this is probably the closest thing you'll see to law enforcement because mm-hmm. uh, we still enforce you know our we call our Constitution our house rules so mm-hmm. that's basically what the client has set for right. that that in their house they have set for you know their 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 rules and regulations that we need to enforce
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so again this is you know this is kind of to see the tester to see if it law enforcement really is for you mm-hmm. um, but again, it's kind of cool to see a lot of our employees start graduating the police academy and moving forward with a l- really lifelong cool. career.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think as like a the business owner, yeah, you're losing empo- like really awesome employees. But like, how rewarding it must be to send them off into like law enforcement where yeah. they can accomplish their dreams
1: <laughs> so then we the soon as they leave we start recruiting and we have another batch and you know it's only time that we lose them again but mm-hmm. my thing is if you're going to leave us we want you to leave us for a better com- a better position that's um, great again we're going to continue to be competitive and continue to care for our employees mm-hmm. uh, but you know at the end of the day i think uh just remembering your brand and remember where you came from is super important
0: mm-hmm. um can i ask you where the the name black knight patrol came from
1: yeah you know it's actually a pretty funny story everybody always asks me but uh <laughs> i was uh i don't know if you're familiar with san pedro high school the knights uh-huh. and United. oh
2: no
0: actually so
1: it's like a a service club on school so it's like you know i thought it was amazing because they had like really cool sweaters with like shields and uh-huh. like knights on them um so Again, senior year. It's a senior year, thing. think. Uh, so I applied, got turned down. I was like, ah. <laughs> so, you know, I was a uh, few... Right before opening the company, I was coming down the hill. I had just watched Batman, The Black Knight. Okay. <laughs> so I was coming down the hill, and I'm driving through, San, like, down 17th Street, like, passing San Pedro High School. And I was like, I saw, like, some Knights and night. standing outside. And I was just like, oh, that's the organization I got rejected from. And I was just like black knights so we were originally going to be black knight security but that name's taken so i was like you know what black knight patrol why not black and gold a pedro color so as you can see yeah. our colors are black and gold or black and yellow mm-hmm. um, so very pedro um, so yeah so when you know when they launched and they was like hey is black knight patrol available and they're like yeah and they're like All right, well, we filed with the state, and uh, our our authority is BSIS, so that's the Bureau of Security Investigative Services, Mm -hmm. so you have to apply with them, you receive your state permit, so they're like, yeah, nobody's claimed that name, so we went ahead and uh, claimed it, and uh, here we are now, Black Knight Patrol, so... It's kind of cool everybody thinks we're the batman police sometimes or the batman patrol
0: that is so cool i actually love how sam like how pedro your name is <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so black and gold and the night tonight ads mm-hmm. and yeah so it's definitely uh you know we were trying to we were playing with other names but i just feel like black knight patrol stands out
0: it does yeah I think it does and I think that there's something I mean when we think of a knight you know we obviously you have to look up to a knight you see them as for protection and honor and there's a lot of virtuous you know um, traits about a knight so I think that definitely upholds your brand Yep. Mm -hmm. okay well something I like to ask all my all my guests is um, well the first question is um, what are some of the things that concern you about the change uh, sorry, the changes that go on that are kind of occurring in San Pedro right now. You know, you mentioned the redevelopment. and Is there anything that concerns you about some of the changes you're seeing in San Pedro?
1: I don't think anything really concerns me. Um, change is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think being modern is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something that would concern me would losing its it's made San Pedro potentially using their roots in their old school small town feeling Mm -hmm. because you know now you're bringing corporate companies to the to the uh, port but again it's for I feel it's for the best um, development attracting more people to town Mm -hmm. you know change is always good yeah so you know I don't I grew up here and it's kind of nice to see the the town you grew up in. There was really, you know, there was always rumors that there was a mall coming to town yeah. or there was a movie theater. We have the movie theater on Western, but you know, trying to finally being older and seeing the change that's coming to Pedro is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I agree. I have to say the same thing. It's like, you know, when you're younger you're always constantly looking for something to do right especially in your early 20s so it's kind of cool that we're able to like stay here yeah <laughs> if that's the, gonna be the case like we'll be able to stay in town as opposed to like go to long beach or go to hollywood
1: or go to yeah LA. and i think you know maybe making it iconic like hey people are leaving their wherever they live to go to hollywood mm-hmm. you know you have a lot of bars and clubs up there or downtown Mm -hmm. LA well now those people are probably going to come down to the port of LA
2: yeah that'll
0: be really cool so uh is there anything particularly that excites you about some of the stuff that's happening or um I mean you kind of already said that (laughs) yeah you
1: know I just think the whole development the redevelopment modernizing San Pedro Mm -hmm. um I think that's huge I think uh just how much how much people care for San Pedro um and how much you know i know there's it it can be positive or negative people don't want the change some people want the change and you know i personally feel that change is good Mm -hmm. and you know modernizing uh bringing helping local you know we're we're a modern security company and we opened in 2015 you know we are the only security company in san pedro that there's more security companies in here uh, but we're probably the only security company that brands themselves so um, you know we service a lot of local everything from the dalmatian american club double tree san pedro battleship iowa that's
0: great we're very
1: local but at the same time we still venture out
0: Mm -hmm. that's awesome um okay well i wanted to ask you as part of our interview is what does it mean to you to go for honorary mayor
1: so you know i i heard about the honorary mayor run and i was hesitant people like hey you're going against some big competitors and and i think that's what fed me into doing it it was knowing the challenge (laughs) uh you know i think when people tell me no i like to prove people wrong
0: oh obviously (laughs) considering your story you know
1: (laughs) so i'm very excited um and you know i've I have a lot of friends in town that were like don't do it you know it's probably not smart you need to concentrate i was like well i'm done with the academy next week so i have a lot of free time And i'm sure my staff doesn't want me in the office all the time so <laughs> i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna run and uh you know being a police cadet i was very fortunate i got to do a lot of stuff uh, you know on the saturday, friday saturday night i was on a police ride along or working an event with the police harbor division mm-hmm. that we didn't get paid, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, It was fun, and the way we got rewarded was trips on the, in the summer. It was uh, you know, the police department f- through the boosters. Hey, you know what, you guys, you worked out good. Everybody gets a pair of running shoes, mm-hmm. right? But I never realized that there's a logistical side to it, that somebody needs to fund it.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so that's one of the reasons why I chose the LAPD Harbor Cadets, because I also praise them for kind of contributing to my character mm-hmm. and who, to who I am today. Um, so I feel um, that's why uh, the LAP Harvard Division Youth uh, Program is my primary, yeah. um, and I will continue to support it even if I don't win. And, that's you know, great. I I, I know. Th- it's competitive, but every, everybody wins at the end of the day. Every honorary mayor um, is raising funds for a nonprofit.
0: I know. So I was like, you really can't go wrong. Like yeah. Even with all the competition, all it means is that all of the charities in town are going to be benefiting. Yeah. You know? And
1: that's important because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, um, I think whether I have a personal attachment or interest to my nonprofit so do my competitors and I think at the end of the day it's Mm -hmm. just everybody wins like nobody you know not really be be becoming the mayor but yeah (laughs) um, I I think it's a great uh, it's a a great project that San Pedro Chamber uh, has a has put in I know John Picakis is one of the
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, he's kind of responsible for overseeing the operation um, of this uh, of this mayor run but Mm -hmm. my second one was was clean san pedro i'm a firm believer that clean san pedro does a lot for our community Mm -hmm. um and again um i think you know just believing in san pedro and um my vision of modernizing san pedro Mm -hmm. i think clean san pedro is going to be uh well deserve of whatever we make for them yeah um and my final one was going to be sharefest so sharefest uh, they're actually here in, down, in downtown uh, san pedro city hall they're on okay it. so i don't know if you know about ShareFest. i don't i've never heard about so ShareFest does a lot of community um so they do a lot of uh, community volunteer work so mm-hmm. a lot of youth so they're very engaged with the youth they just had an event at i think uh, uh Benny High School, mm-hmm. where they were there for a robotics uh, I think the launch of a robotics uh, or course there.
0: Actually, I feel like it, that sounds familiar. I remember hearing about something yeah. like that. Yeah. So they—they the
1: they do a lot. They do like the Day of Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they take some organizations, and you know, I, I'm part of—I'm a Rotarian here in San Pedro too. Okay. So you know, th- that's how I kind of heard about them. Mm-hmm. Like, we're teaming up with Share um, but my vision was to encompass youth and community. Um, I think being b- being a result of the LAPD cadet program, being a result of like the continuous commitment to growth and change here in mm-hmm. San Pedro has definitely helped me be the person I am today. And I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for my mentors at the LAPD uh, cadet program everything from the council member he was actually my uh one of the officers in charge at the time oh really officer Buscaino. yeah um so again he is also somebody i look up to um and uh yeah i'm just very excited for this race we have a lot planned a lot of big events
0: yeah so can you um do you know any of the events offhand uh
1: we have a few in the making um so again we'll be putting them out um you know we're hoping to have a few big events that'll be benefiting these uh, non-profits um, but at the end of the day we like to have fun at black night patrols so okay we got some uh, some cool stuff in our in our pocket right now okay. in the planning
0: I'm, I'm sensing you can't tell me too much more but i'm really excited already yeah um Oh, uh, so I guess now let's just uh, find out where we can follow you, where we can follow your run for mayor, and um, go ahead and list the charity organizations that you're supporting.
1: Yes, yeah, so we're supporting the LAPD Harbor Division Youth Cadet Program, Clean San Pedro, and Shirtfest. Cool. Um, and you guys can follow me on Manny for Mayor is our <laughs> website. Okay. Our Twitter is going to be Manny, for, Manny underscore for underscore mayor. Um, and then again, our Facebook is going to be Manny for Mayor. Um, and again the hashtag Manny for Mayor so you can you'll be able to everything's kind of linked together Mm -hmm. Um, so
0: and I'll actually um, I'll find these links ahead of time and I'll put them in the show notes okay well thank you so much Manuel for being my guest today it was really exciting learning about your business and you know um, kind of what led you to start it and hearing some of the obstacles you've overcome so I hope that some of the listeners will take that and be encouraged because We always face challenges um just seeing you and seeing what you've accomplished at such a young age is really really inspiring thank (laughs) you yeah um i'm sure we'll get to do an episode again in the future um but yeah thank you so much all right listeners we'll see you next week Thanks for listening, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Cryptospace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at cryptospaceus.com. Don't forget to follow Manny on Instagram, and please don't forget to leave a review for this podcast if you like this episode. All right, guys. See you next week.